Hello, and welcome to Life of a Boss, the podcast, hosted by entrepreneur, public speaker, and mentor, Jason Harden. This podcast is all about helping audiences create and reach their own definition of success through positive thinking, perseverance, and personal development. Having survived extreme obstacles from an early age, such as cancer, poverty, abuse, family dysfunction, and even homelessness, Jason has learned how to master the art of resilience and defy all odds to become the boss he is today. So, get ready for some serious game and remember to keep an open mind. Now, without further delay, here is your host, Jason Harden. Well, thank you and hello. Once again, we are back with another episode of Life of a Boston Podcast. I am Jason Harden, and this show is all about personal development. And we have a great show today. And I also wanted to introduce my baby, Suzu Sine. She's in the studio with us. Hello. How are you doing, Jason? I am actually great. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yes, that's what I feel. (laughs) I feel wonderful. I just stepped into the studio and I'm ready for the takeaways. I'm glad. And as she already said, we'll be doing takeaways today of our interview from uh, Robin Salzer, a successful restaurateur. He's now retired, uh, living a beautiful life. And we want to show others how he got there and really the mindset, because that's where it starts to be successful. It starts in the mind. If you can't uh, develop good habits, good uh, uh, rituals, discipline. yeah, discipline and all mm-hmm. that, it's not going to happen. I don't care what else you try to do. You can't buy success. You have to really create it out of thin air. Mm-hmm. And it starts in the mind. And that being said, today we're going to go through our takeaways from the interview. And... Who do you want to start, or should sure, I start? Sure, you memorized your takeaways. So I know your, everything. Wow, yeah, oh I know my. everything. I got my paper ready. I'm looking for his. I'm <laughs> like, he memorized them. Yeah. Well, I don't like doing <laughs> notes too much because it feels like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Seriously, like uh, when I run for office, any type of debate uh, forum, I usually don't have notes yeah. because I don't like reading. Yeah. While I'm while I'm talking, while I'm engaged, mm-hmm, I hate mm-hmm, reading. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's less authentic. Exactly. Yeah. To me, it might not be. You know, some people are great at it, mm-hmm. but for me it just doesn't carry over well. Yeah, yeah. That's so, okay. Anyway, right. do you have a would you like to start? I, I will. I will start. So Wonderful. the first takeaway is a quote from Robin and <laughs> mm-hmm. it's uh, I'll give you a six word formula for success. To think things through and then follow through. I love and that. I had to go back and I had to figure out which six words of this <laughs> was the formula. But it's just think things through and, and then, then follow, follow through. through. <laughs> and that is a recipe for success. Yeah. What does that mean to you? So uh, I can't really say I always follow this recipe or formula. Mm-hmm. But because uh, thinking things through for me, I can overthink way too easily. Mm. So I kind of, for me, it's getting that inspiration. Yeah. And then following through on what inspired me. That's good. That's good. For me, it's more like visualization. Mm -hmm. For me, like before I do anything, it can be a project or it can be as simple as cooking something. But I have to see it first. I I go through it all in my head Mm -hmm. and then I do it. Mm -hmm. If I don't see it, I don't even act on it. Yeah, you don't even know where to start. Exactly. It's like a roadmap. You Uh know, I'm not just going to start and... Whatever happens, yeah. I usually try to see the end result before mm-hmm. I even start. Yeah, yeah. I don't always do it that way. Um, 
but then again, I don't always follow through on those things that I can't visualize. So no, but you do follow through on a lot. So on the stuff you follow through on, what do you do beforehand? Um, I, I guess I do have some some type of. I'm visualizing something. Mm-hmm. I do have a starting point. That's mm-hmm. all I need. I don't need a lot more mm. of with all the in-betweens. I just need a jumping off point, like a starting point. So you don't ever have to see the end to start? No. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm no. saying we're all wired differently. And, and however or whatever gets you yeah. to take action yeah. is good. Because then I set expectations for myself. Mm. And... Not to say I don't want to succeed, mm-hmm. but if that's a whole point of why I try, then I'm I can be disappointed and I mm. don't enjoy my journey. Oh, yeah. and one thing you have to do is enjoy the journey because mm-hmm. if you don't d- enjoy the process, you won't appreciate the result. Exactly. Yes. Oh, Perfect. I love the way you said that. Oh, <laughs> uh, my first takeaway that I got from Robin's interview was people don't remember what you. People only remember what you finish. Oh, yeah. People don't remember what you start. There's a lot of false starts. And that's so important to me because I love to execute. Mm -hmm. And things don't mean anything to me unless it's executed. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless I see that final result. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you can go through 90 days or something. And if you don't get it done, that to me, it's almost like that's a 90-day waste. So it's a 90-day mess. (laughs) Because I know a lot of people that start a lot of projects. Or talk about starting a lot of things. They don't even get to start anything. They just talk a lot. And then after a while, you're like, don't even tell me anymore. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just an idea. And then some people start something and don't finish it. And then they have all this clutter. Yeah. They have too. clutter, whether mm-hmm. it be physical clutter and or mental clutter. they can't let go clutter. of it either. They didn't want to, they started it, they don't even want to finish it, but they can't let go of it. It's like <laughs> almost like a hoarder mentality, you know? And, and I don't yeah. like that because uh, you have to have the end result mm-hmm. for it to even matter. To me, you yes. know, I mean, that's the only way I get things done. Mm-hmm. And it's the only way I actually try to start things with yeah. it, like like. We're going to back to the last point yeah. is starting things with the end in mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and if we never get to the end, I get upset that I even started yeah. it. You Especially know? if you want to measure, if you want to have some measurement of whether you succeeded with what you had envisioned. Exactly. Yeah. And on top of that, it's what builds that influence. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my brand in my city or, or in my industry mm-hmm. is a finisher. You know, yeah. people deal with me, not because they like me all the time, but because they know I'm a finish. Yeah. They know it's going to get done. Not because you just done. had some, gr- some good ideas, but because you executed them. Exactly. And I have a lot of ideas. Believe mm-hmm. me, there's, yeah. uh, there's so many ideas that don't get finished, mm-hmm. but those are the ones I let go. Yeah. You know, those are the ones I'm not proud of. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that I... I don't take any credit for it. I take credit for the things that I actually get done. Mm -hmm. You know, if I started on it, I don't want credit for that. You know, that's not an accomplishment to me. Mm -hmm. But the things that actually get finished and done and and in the calendar and in the books, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm proud of. And I appreciate that that's what Robin said. Mm -hmm. Because it's true. People don't remember... You starting a project. People don't remember a good idea that was just an idea. Mm-hmm. People remember a bad idea that got done. Yeah, you and know? somebody could take that good idea and run with it, and they would have you know every right to exactly. <laughs> For those that have great ideas and no uh, finish in you, don't get mad if somebody yeah. else runs with it. Be happy. Yeah, as a matter don't of fact, let that, that good idea be wasted. Exactly what they say. Uh, 
the richest people uh, in the cemetery? Yeah, that's the most uh, valuable piece of property. Yeah, because <laughs> all the great ideas died with them. Yeah. So there's no more great ideas mm-hmm. than in the cemetery. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, what's your next takeaway? Um, so my next one, well, it's actually some of the failures. Um, what was it? Stepping stones for, for success versus failures for success. Mm. Um, so he was just talking about like, the first one he mentioned was a failure to anticipate. Uh, another one is failure to communicate, uh, failure to collaborate, mm. uh, failure to innovate. I don't know if you want to take this one at a time. Failure to pre-solve prob- problems uh, and failure failure to motivate. So these were uh, ways that people can basically fail if they don't like, focus in on these components. Yeah. And what I got from that is that's how to become unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. If you're doing things and you don't have those key points yeah, in mind, if, yeah. you, if you fail to communicate, fail mm-hmm. to uh, all those things, it's like, what are you doing it for? And yeah. those uh, that to me is the recipe for failure. Yeah. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the fact of not trying. It's not trying with the oh. right ideas in mind. Yeah. Also, learning from the failures. So you can turn these failures mm-hmm. into, you mm-hmm. know, ways that you can learn to succeed. Next Absolutely. Time. So it's, it's just perspective. Yeah. 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 It, 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 well, it creates an opportunity. Yes. And if you yeah. don't see the opportunity in mm-hmm. what you failed at yeah. and correct it, yeah. then then it, it's just that. Yeah. It's a failure. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. well, what was next? Okay, uh, this is the last one that I have, and it's another quote. Mm-hmm. It's, when somebody would mistreat me, I didn't mistreat them back. I just didn't have time for them. Oh, wow. And I love that. That's, so, wow. and that's, a, that's some boss shit to it say. It is, yeah. because it takes a lot of maturity. It, it takes a lot of humility. Yeah, yeah. To not want to get back at somebody because they did something for you. You know, they hit me, so I'm going to hit them back. And, you know, um, they... You just, yeah, you need a lot of maturity. Yeah. And, you know, I think he had that maturity pretty young. And I think, honestly, that mm-hmm. that perspective and that um, mindset is probably a lot of what also helped him to succeed. Yeah. And speaking of his maturity growing mm-hmm. at a young age, for those that don't know, uh, Robin started out as a dishwasher at an IHOP at 16 years old. Yeah. By the time he was 23, he owned that IHOP. But not just from working at IHOP. He did a lot Man, of different jobs, yeah, side hustles, yeah. working, you know, multiple different ways of income. Yeah, it wasn't just... He envisioned he owning that IHOP. <laughs> yes. But he had to work other places yeah. to save money uh-huh. to get that IHOP. Yeah. And I think that was one of the most inspirational things I got from him is his work ethic. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk about. One thing that really stood out to me is that every time that Robin had a problem... He didn't really pay for the answer. He didn't really go find the answer. He just worked harder. Yeah. He mm-hmm. outworked every single yes. problem he had. And I was really trying to get the secret to discuss. So when I mm-hmm. doing the whole mm-hmm. interview, I'm like, okay, yeah. what was that? Was that an investment? What mm-hmm. what, what, what was it? And yeah. it was that. Every time he had a problem, he outworked the problem. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take being a genius. It didn't yeah. take a college degree. It mm-hmm. didn't take other money that he didn't yeah. have. Yeah. It took... His own intuition, mm-hmm. his own action, yeah. and he turned that into the solution to yeah. his problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and taking, making some hard decisions. Like, 
when he said that he he worked, you know, when he became uh, a franchise owner, mm-hmm. you know, he had to hire, he had to fire, yeah, yeah, all, all of his friends, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, rehire except except for one person, exactly. You know, that, that's, that can't be easy. No, especially know? when he said he transitioned from employee, yeah, on Sunday mm-hmm. to the owner of the restaurant on Monday, yeah. <laughs> and you're 23. You got people that are in their 40s and 50s mm-hmm. working for you. So yeah. you have seniority. You have a lot yes. of personalities and egos that you have to manage. And, and some I, people might have just tried to make it work and didn't see, like, try to skip the hard step of letting go of everybody, you know, rehiring new people. Yeah, yeah. And he learned. Mm-hmm. He transitioned very well. He kept the, the, the one person yeah. that was respectful and that helped him. You know, make it happen, and he let go of everybody else eventually, you know, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that that level of maturity came at such a young age. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to make those hard decisions. You know, you can't just go making everybody happy. Mm -hmm. It's like that's not part of success. Success is what it is, and it's doing what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So um, another thing that I appreciate what Robin said was he never missed a payroll. Yeah. You know, and, and one thing that it, I guess it was after the interview when we spoke, he told me that he would, you know, he was actually, you know, doing pretty bad, you know, like like financially. He, uh-huh. he didn't have it all. Like, you think when you get a restaurant, it's it's super like millions. And, yeah, and yeah. Especially IHOP uh-huh. or, or his restaurant when he owns Robin's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. But people don't see the struggle of yeah. having to pay everybody on your payroll. Mm-hmm. And Robin told me he would drive his pickup truck on the way home and he would pick up bottles and cans. Mm. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. as a side hustle uh-huh. on top of what he did. <laughs> but he would pick up bottles and cans mm-hmm. to help uh, uh, to help supplement some income so he can yeah. help pay his employees. And he wow. never missed a payroll. And that, that sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> and people don't understand it takes mm-hmm. sacrifice. Robin yeah. sacrificed uh, college years. He sacrificed partying. Yeah. He sacrificed uh, money and, mm-hmm. and going out. He sacrificed yeah. his 20s to build the lifestyle that he has today. Yeah. And just being at his house uh, a few weeks ago, I can tell you he has a pretty good lifestyle. <laughs> Seriously. Hanging out at his mansion at the San Rafael neighborhood <laughs> is just it's just ridiculous yeah, yeah. what he has created by sheer hard work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't handed wasn't, over to him? No, he, he wasn't a, yeah, he wasn't a, a trust fund baby. Yep. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't get, he wasn't gifted at a hop. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. gifted <laughs> uh, a million dollars. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't, like, somebody didn't die and leave him a bunch of money that he did something with. He created it yeah. from nothing, but that something or that nothing was his work ethic. Yes. And that's what I appreciate more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah, it was a great interview. I really enjoyed listening to I, both of you. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. And Robin keeps saying it could have went on for hours, and I bet <laughs> the way he talks, it definitely could. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I wanted to touch on is Robin's ability to be diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, he he he's yes, he's a white guy. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. He's a white guy, but mm-hmm. he has awards from the NAACP. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's been on the board of the NAACP, uh-huh. so he works with everybody, yes. and he didn't cut anybody out mm-hmm. to get to where he mm-hmm. is today. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us think that we have to, I guess, be, I don't know, evil in a way or, or selfish in a way. or Choose one side or the yeah. other. Yeah, and, and the cool thing about Robbins, we don't have the same beliefs in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for those that don't know, we debated each other uh, 
I think it was last year in in the electoral race uh, in Pasadena because we supported different candidates. So mm-hmm. he doesn't just agree with everybody, and yeah. that's one thing I, I respect about Robin is that a lot of people expect us not to get along because mm-hmm. they think I'm from this side and yeah. he's from that side, mm-hmm. and I support this candidate yeah. and he supports that candidate, and we're not supposed to get along. But the coolest thing is that I get along with Robin. Way better than some people that vote the way I do, you <laughs> yeah. know, and, uh-huh. and, and and that's because we can see and listen to each other's yes. struggles and stories uh-huh. and all that. Yeah. And we don't just and, and I can see his reason for voting the way he does, yeah. and he can see mine. So mm-hmm. it's all about understanding, and yes. and that was the key to his success was he can interact with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he, a true people person. He is, and and. and it, it amazes me how some people don't like him, mm-hmm. and, and I can see why, uh-huh. but just like people don't like me. You know, I can see why they might yeah. not like me or how abrasive I might be for some people. I hope everybody can see that about themselves. I can understand, because I, I can understand why somebody wouldn't like me. Yeah. Like, you know. If you think you're perfect, <laughs> you got a problem. Right? You should if always <laughs> understand that you have things about you, you know, characteristics that maybe somebody doesn't like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's okay. And, and it's, it's perfectly fine. Even if you think you're a good person yeah. and people hate you, yeah. let them hate. Yeah. Do not do something extra. Don't try to extra. persuade yeah. somebody you don't even like. <laughs> and that's the point. It's being polarizing. Yeah. To be great, you're going to have people that love and hate you. Mm-hmm. And I was taught a while ago that there's no money in the middle. Mm. If you're trying to please everybody. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to please anybody. And you're going to be kind of a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> you will be a sellout. Yeah. Because, and you will never be selling out for the right reason. Yeah. Because cause you're not going to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. goes back to being authentic. And one thing I can say about Robin is he is totally authentic. Mm-hmm. Robin is totally himself. He says what he wants. He says yeah. what he feels. But one thing I respect, and this is another takeaway, is that Robin takes action. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he does run the Hot Meals program. He, he does through. give up 100,000 free meals mm-hmm. to the people of Pasadena who can't afford it. Yeah. And him, with uh, the help of the late, great Walter Jackson, made that happen. But I appreciate him because he takes action. There's a lot of people with a lot of opinions. Yeah. There's more opinions than there are assholes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> there are. Every you, asshole has a lot of opinions. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> and, and he actually does stuff. There's people that say they believe what I believe and, mm-hmm. and, and can identify with everything I say, mm-hmm. but take no action. Help nobody. You know, bring no good to the community. And I don't really care about that that much. Yeah. But if you're a, a supporter of the uh, of Trump or or, or or the mayor we have and all that, but you do things and mm-hmm. you make things happen for yeah. the community and you and you're a, a catalyst for change, mm-hmm. I can respect that. Yeah. You know, because you're doing something, and that's what it comes down to. What are you doing? Not what you believe in, mm-hmm. not not what you care about, mm-hmm. not not who you're voting for, yeah. but what are you actually doing? And that's what I respect about Robin. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Well, that's uh, well, the, I'm not, I'm not going to say that's oh. all of our takeaways <laughs> because I have so many. Because, yeah. uh, like I said, this was a great interview because this man has done a lot with so little. Mm-hmm. And that's what our show's about. Was, uh, he had the right mindset. Yeah. And, like I said, he didn't have all the intelligence. He didn't have the degrees. He didn't have the money. He mm-hmm. had the mindset. Yes. And it's that mindset that makes you successful. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this show. Because it's all about personal development. Because personal development is all about developing the right mindset. Yes, it is. Anyway, that's our show for today. Oh, I love you so. <laughs> You're so wonderful. 
But that's our show for today. We had a great interview with Robin. Um, look for him on the show pretty soon, you know. Um, and one thing about him, he, he, if you want to follow him, go to follow him on Facebook. He doesn't have, like, a business that he's trying oh, to promote now. Oh, go ahead. That was one more takeaway was what he shared at the very end, how he offered to help anybody. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't, that blew my mind. I was like, did he really say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want his phone number, he yeah. he told me I can give his phone number to anybody who That's needs wild. it. That's wild. So if you want to connect with Robin, Facebook is enough. Now, it's Robin Salzer, S-A-L-Z-E-R, on Facebook. He he Facebooks often. Yeah. Very often. Per, I, think, I think he's older than 60, but he doesn't look it. He doesn't. You know, he's very... Athletic, the brother always invites me to his house to play basketball. And for those who don't know, he has everybody at his house. Uh, you know, this brother has congressmen and city council members. He even had Rodney King at his house to mm-hmm. play basketball. So, like I said, he's really a community person. Yeah. He's really a people person. But, like I said, I don't see why nobody likes him. <laughs> oh, why the people that don't like him don't like yeah. him. But I can see the jealousy. I can see. Mm, I, I can see. It's like with me. You know, I can see yeah. why people hate on me. Uh-huh. And uh, if you yeah. can't see that, then you're blind. <laughs> but anyway, man, love the interview. And if you guys want to get in touch with him, please uh, send him a friend's, a friend's request on Facebook. He will accept. He will uh, answer you if you have some questions. And if you have more questions than that, or if you really want to get in his world, Contact me and I'll give you his phone number. I will. I will give it. He said I can give it, so I will give his personal number, and you can bother him all you want. (laughs) All right? Anyway, man, I love y'all, man. Keep checking into the podcast. We're out two days a week, every Monday and every Thursday. Check out a new episode, and check out lifeofaboss.net, and I love y'all. Peace. Peace. Did anything stand out to you in today's show? If so, let us know. Your questions, comments, and concerns are important to Jason as he is determined to always deliver to you only the most impactful information and content. Until next time, please subscribe, like, comment, share, and leave a review whenever possible. You may visit lifeofaboss.net for more episodes and great resources to help you become the absolute boss that you were meant to be. You can also follow Jason on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hardway Harden. Thank you. And never forget that success is a lifestyle. Lifestyle.